A suspended city manager in Pennsylvania is facing federal charges and a legal win for an after-school Satan club. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, November 17th. Happy Friday, by the way. This is being recorded at 9.18 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, your host on this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started. Federal authorities have arrested a suspended Dubois city manager. Sydney Roach from our partner WPSU and State College reports the city's former administrative secretary has also been charged. Herm Saplizio and Roberta Schaefer are facing federal charges for conspiracy and federal program fraud. A grand jury in Pittsburgh issued a five-count indictment. According to that indictment, Saplizio and Schaefer conspired to divert and steal hundreds of thousands of dollars in city funds. The DOJ alleges they diverted more than $800,000 from city funds into secret bank accounts. Saplizio and Schaefer then took out that money through cash and check withdrawals and to pay Saplizio's personal credit card. He allegedly used the card to pay for personal vacations, utility bills for his home, and department store and jewelry purchases. Now, the two could each face up to 45 years in prison, a fine of $1,250,000, or both. State lawmakers are being pressed to better regulate massage and spa businesses. Why, you may ask? Well, they're often a cover for human traffickers. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports of the nearly 2,000 cases of such crimes identified by the National Human Trafficking Hotline, most came from those two types of businesses. The Zonta Club of Harrisburg-Hershey and Greenlight Operation are calling for the General Assembly to move legislation introduced by Democratic Representative Joe Webster of Montgomery County. Webster's bill would increase the regulations and licensing requirements on massage businesses. The bill would require a facility license and grant state inspectors and law enforcement officers increased access for inspections. It would also improve services from the Office of Victim Services. Webster says the lack of regulations allows the illicit businesses to continue. Because we don't have the methodology in law to license the business. So the business recreates itself the the individuals who who were victim of that whole process pay a price and and the leadership the the business manager gets away the measure has yet to be voted on but has bipartisan support a new penn state study finds wide differences in how much public school districts pay teachers in pennsylvania For example, at the high school level, it finds schools in the highest funded districts spent an average of almost $2 million more on teacher salaries than those in the lowest funded districts. Ed Fuller is the study's author. He says such a gap leads to high turnover and less qualified educators. He notes this has long-term effects on Pennsylvania's labor force, adding states with a highly educated workforce can attract new companies. Frankly, I'd argue we're losing out right now. We could grow our economy faster in Pennsylvania if we had already invested well in education throughout every area of the state. We've just chosen not to, and now we're losing out on jobs and tax revenue. Now, you may remember last February when a Commonwealth court judge ruled that the state system of funding public schools falls short and violates students' constitutional rights. A Lehigh County school district has agreed to pay out $200,000 to the after-school Satan Club. Julian Abraham, with our partner WLVR in Bethlehem, reports on the move by the Saucon Valley School District. The club is run by members of the Satanic Temple, and they're legally protected to hold their meetings on Saucon Valley school grounds. 
Earlier this year, the district denied the group access to meet on school property, and the ACLU sued and won on the grounds that they should have the same rights as other religious groups like Christian ones. Here's Sarah Rose, the lawyer who represented the Satan Club. So the Satanic Temple sponsors these after-school Satan Clubs, and you know, from their perspective, you know, they see that there is a proliferation of Christian clubs that meet after school. You know, often that often involve proselytizing to students. Now, at the actual club meetings, the students don't worship Satan, and neither does the Satanic Temple. By the way, the meetings typically involve games, puzzles, and science lessons. And several leading universities that receive millions of dollars in state aid must start publicly disclosing more records about their finances, employment, and operation. That's according to legislation that's been signed by the governor. For years, lawmakers have sought to expand public disclosure requirements over Pennsylvania's four state-related universities. Those are Pitt, Penn State, Temple, and Lincoln. Now, some of it they already voluntarily produce, such as open meeting minutes from their boards of trustees and staff employment figures. I'll just throw a quick note in that today is the extraordinary give in Lancaster County. It's an opportunity for you to show your financial support to some 453 nonprofits that serve the community and work each and every day to make your community better. WITF is part of that. And if you'd like to make a gift, you can go to extragive.org. Show your support to WITF and then pick out some of your pet projects, some issues that are close to your heart and support groups that work on those issues. All right, that is my PSA for the day. Let's move on to the dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania that I check each and every morning, looking for a few stories to put on your radar. So here's what I think you need to know today. The state is working to make it more convenient to charge electric vehicles. PennDOT is using more than $171 million to establish a network of high-speed charging stations across the Commonwealth. Now, the Reading Eagle reports the agency recently detailed its plans at a meeting in the city of Reading. The federal dollars will be spent over a five-year span to install fast-charging stations at least every 50 miles along 15 major highways in the Commonwealth. That includes Interstate 76, 78, and 81. About 3,800 public charging stations are currently located in Pennsylvania in 1,500 locations. Only about 200 of them are in Berks County. Now, PennDOT estimates about 80,000 EVs are registered in the state. A mid-state county search for a nonprofit to run a new homeless shelter has come up empty so far. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, reports Lancaster County housing leaders are hoping to find a group to operate a new 40-bed homeless shelter in the city of Lancaster. The facility is located at Otterbein United Methodist Church on East Clay Street. The Lancaster County Housing and Redevelopment Authority cites a need for the shelter due to an increase in the number of people without a place to live. The county's annual snapshot of homelessness last January found the number of people without shelter increased fivefold to 107, with another 419 people living in shelters. Just a reminder that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and on the WITF YouTube channel. And a big shout out to Kevin for his comment about The Morning Agenda being the most pertinent 10 minutes of regional news of his day. I appreciate that, Kevin. Thank you so much. And if you have the opportunity, wherever you're listening to this podcast on whatever platform, 
If they ask for a review or a rating, please do so. And be honest. If you don't like it, say so. If you like it, give us five stars. Is that fair? All right. So remember, you can play a big part in spreading the word about us by how you rate us or how you comment about us. Let's move on now on this Friday. I know you want to know what my song of the day is, but first you have to let me know what your song is by reaching out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky. I'm at TLambert895 on both of those platforms. Email me your song of the day as well, and I'll give it a mention in a future episode of the podcast. Tim underscore Lambert at WITF.org. Just a reminder as well, we have a Spotify playlist each month that features my songs of the day. And this month's is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. And usually I pick a song that I hear on the radio on the drive-in. And you know, I just wasn't feeling it today. So I called an audible. I went with a song I've been listening to pretty much nonstop from an album that was released 10 years ago. It's Jason Isbell's Relatively Easy off his Southeastern album, which has recently been reissued to mark that decade since its release. So check it out. And that is going to do it for the Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you and only you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today and every day. Your company is always appreciated and never, ever taken for granted. So be well, enjoy this Friday, and heck, even the whole weekend. How about that? And we'll talk again on Monday.